right, welcome back to the MetaSOS podcast brought to you by the Who You Know Network. We are a proud member and glad to be supported by the Parade Deck community. Remember, don't drown the sea of transition. Grab the Vet SOS Lifeline. Today, we got a great guest with us. We got Rich LaMonica uh, from the Misfit Nation podcast here talking about his podcast and the great things he's doing to support our community. Can't wait to get into this and talk about all the great things he's got his hands in. As always, I'm here with Eric. Eric, how are you doing this fine day? Brother, I'm amazing. I'm really excited about having Rich on um, as a podcast host, right? It's always nice to have somebody on that does this because I'm going to sit back. I'm going to drink my water. I'm going to listen. I'm excited, man. I don't have to do a whole lot here. This this is one of those days where we just don't have to work really hard. So I'm excited. Rich, welcome, brother. Um, dude, let's get after it. Pitter-patter, let's get at her. All right. Laying the pressure on early for Rich. All right. <laughs> All right, so uh, Rich is an Army veteran who realized having a purpose in life is the best way to live. He is a life learner and is pursuing his doctorate from Liberty University in Homeland Security. He started the Mis Misfit Nation podcast as a way to help veterans find their voice by telling their story along with bringing in experts who are willing to share tips with veterans on how to be successful through their actions. Rich, love what you got going on. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Eric and Sean. This is uh, great to be here and finally get this connection going. Oh, yeah, we've been sort of flirting with it for a while, and uh, you know, it's, it's glad to, to finally bring it all together. Um, so let's jump right into it, man. Let, let, tell us about your transition. How did that transition from the Army go for you? Well, my Army career started in 93, ended in June of uh, 2015. Uh, that's when you become that old dog. You know, you, you know it's time to get out. And I thought I had all my ducks in that row, and all my friends that were getting out were getting that awesome GS job or that awesome job in our career field and i said that's gonna happen to me too so i started my transition my first time gave me all the time in the world to find this job and and do what i wanted to do all i had to do is one time go to jrtc for him that's my last uh i guess penance in the army so i did that jrtc came back and did all my transition stuff turned all my crap i did all the classes the soldier for life stuff i said i'm, I'm good i'm set up for life this is good and then i hung up my boots and there was no job Nothing was happening. I was like, what is going on? What did I do? Did I not do my use my hands right? Did, is it me? Is it you? It was like some kind of weird relationship. And for a whole year, I sat on the bench thinking, what did I do wrong? It wasn't until I got with Higher Heroes USA to look at my resume. They said, your great resume just doesn't speak civilian. So they rewrote my resume. I didn't even understand a word that was on it after they wrote it. I turned it in. All of a sudden, I started getting these crazy bites saying, hey, you want to come up for an interview. So I drove from Tennessee up to Washington, D.C. for a job at their Homeland Security office. I get there. I do the interview. The thing that knocked me out is that I didn't go to a school that they recognized. I went to Ashford University. So, they go, oh, yeah, that's going to that's gonna hurt you here. I don't understand why. Same knowledge. And I have 22 years of experience. On my way back to pouting on my way out of there, driving home, I was doing a fellowship with the Michigan Continuum at the time. And my fellowship program specialist called me. Is hey brother, how'd the, how'd the interview go? I said I think I I think I messed up. They didn't want me because of my education. Is you don't want that job anyway? So I believe me, I do. I drove eleven hours to get that job. I wanted that job. No, no, nah, nah, you don't want that job. I got something for you. I'm going to send you a link. He sent me a link. It was to work with him right next to him. I applied, and uh, about a month later, I at exactly 365 days, I was hired on to work at the Michigan Continues to help other veterans transition, go through the same process I just went through and assimilate back into society. <laughs> I really wanted that job. I drove 11 hours. That's a great I love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, it's a man. long ride today. You get told no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it's we're we're hearing that a little bit more, and and I know I've talked about it too. How it, at times you can do everything right, and in the end, it still doesn't work out. Um, the, the one thing though, that I realized personally, and I think a lot of the other people who have, who have found themselves in that position have learned is they ultimately have still set themselves up for success because they know they understand sort of the process. They understand the resources that are out there and they don't just throw their hands up and say, well, it's, it's just not going to happen. You know, like you turned around and, and right. wound up going to hire heroes, you know, you took another step and, you know, next thing you know, things start to fall a little bit easier for you. And, you know, so I just, I love that fact that you stuck with it and, and, you know, you didn't just throw your hands up and walk away. So kudos to you for that. Appreciate that. It's, it's something, I guess, my upbringing, my dad always taught us taught us to tough it out when the things were rough. And me and my wife planned for about a six month, uh, I guess, window where I, maybe I didn't have a job. So we've been planning. So we were good up to that six months. And then after six months, you know, she really wanted me out of the house because I was home now too much after being in the army for so long. You got to get out of here. The dogs, the, you and the dogs can't drink all day and just hang out and play video games. So we're not playing video games all day. We, we do a lot for jobs and then we watch good army movies. And she said, no, you got to get out of here. You got to get a job. So I, when they finally happened, it was like fireworks going off in the house. It was beautiful. <laughs> That's funny. You know, I, I hear your story. Rich and it's it, it resonates with me because I did the same thing, right? I, I I failed and struggled and failed and struggled, and then it was another veteran nonprofit helping people transition that I kind of like leaned into, um, and that really kickstarted a passion for me for recognizing that um, there's a lot of us out there. Yes, there's a lot of us That's out fun. there that just it just don't we don't know what to do next. Right. right. Tap does what tap does and it, it does the best it can. Right. It's, 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 a, it's a, it's a function. It's not an answer, right. It's a function in the process, but you know, in the army specifically, right. It's in our song, the army goes rolling along. Yes. Like they, once, once you drop that packet, once you tell people you're going to ETS, you're EAS and you're med boarding, whatever it is, the army's going to keep rolling. It's just going to keep exactly. going. So is the Marine Corps. So is the Navy. So the, the service, because because the services, right, are designed to fight and win America's wars. So they're there for. They're right. not there to pat everybody on the butt on the way out the door. It'd be nice. We want to be special. <laughs> we feel like we've made them special, right? But you made it. You made a really good analogy. It was like this weird relationship, right? I feel like that. Right. I feel like I feel like I was. I felt like I was breaking up with the army. Like we were in this weird, abusive, toxic relationship, where like I gave all of my time. And then as I was getting ready to transition, it wanted more of my time and I wanted to break it off. And, but I love you, but I, but I, but I gotta go back, but I don't want to, but I gotta go into the shop, but I don't, but I gotta, and then as I, as I, as I navigated transition, I'm doing the same doggone thing, right? Like I don't, I'm in this weird space where I feel like an awkward teenage kid trying to navigate his first girlfriend. Um, but no, and, and I think there's something beautiful about your heart landing in that space Right. That 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 space that says, no, 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 time out. If I'm going through it and I can see others going through it, then I need to be a part of the solution. Right. So kudos to you, brother. Um, Thank you. And, and you've been doing that now with Misfit Nation as well. Right. So tell us a little bit about the podcast. Well, the Misfit Nation started during the, the wonderful world of COVID. I realized after I graduated Georgetown, I had about eight hours of my week not aligned with anything. So I figured told my wife I'm going to spend a little couple dollars here and there to maybe buy a microphone, maybe this and start a podcast she laughed and said yeah okay whatever you, you do you do whatever you're gonna do because i know you're gonna do it anyway 
So I started, and my goal at the beginning was to bring on a vet, different veteran every every week and say, look, tell me your story. Get that pressure off your chest so that you stay with us. You don't become part of that statistic of 22 or 44, depending on which way you look at the statistics. And that was my goal, to get them on there, to keep their brothers and sisters with us. And then all of a sudden, they, they reach back, hey, brother, this is great. I love what you're doing for us, but we need more help. And like you were saying with tap, tap is a function. It does it does what it's meant to do to get you going. But we also need to learn how to be an entrepreneur, how to write a book, how to get to Hollywood, how to get into music. I said, you know what? Challenge accepted. I'm going to bring experts on. And I just tried my 339th episode uh, Thursday. Ooh. And and it's a mixture of veterans plus veteranpreneurs plus all these entrepreneurs and experts come on. I have a lot of fun doing it. And uh, I, now I have uh, two kind of sideline get co-host to do all my chat stuff so they're really interested in it now getting people involved to help the process and make it easier on me that's that's awesome <laughs> did you 339th episode yes wow yep all right so uh, the folks that are watching our this episode need to get a cup of coffee when this is when this episode <laughs> is over they need to go figure out where to find you. They're, and we're going to get to that, but they're going to go find the Misfit Nation podcast. And, and especially if you're in transition, hear me right now, Definitely. brothers and sisters that are in transition, that are looking for a job. I don't care if you transitioned 10 years ago. If you're looking for a job, if you're, if you're trying to figure it out, you need to engage with platforms like this. Yep. Because this 100%. is where the knowledge gets shared. This is where it's these little podcasts. It's the big podcast like Misfit, Misfit Nation. It's 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 the it's the organizations that are out there just trying to share knowledge. So, get a cup of coffee, get a pen and paper. First one says, "Go take notes." Right? Okay. Um, That's what I love about this this community, though, is most of us really just want to help and share information. Yeah, you know exactly yep. what you're saying, and, and I absolutely love that about our community. Yeah, there's, there's. I, I, I haven't ran into anyone that would say no. I don't want you to come on and talk about that. Everyone, just like you guys, jump in, help, help us, help our mission go this way, your mission go this way, and we're all helping each other in the end. Well, yeah. we've had one, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I think you know, and it's funny. I think, I think the three of us would agree here, but like, I have this, this, this belief that our community, right? We have a unique responsibility. It's not just an opportunity. It's a real responsibility to show the rest of this country what it looks like to link arms, link shields and stand shoulder to shoulder with each other, right? To lift up the next guy. Nobody's looking for a handout. None of us want a handout. No. But if I can, if I can give you a hand up, if I can show you something, if I can just help you tweak a little bit of this or, or give you just a little bit of information, you can do it. Yes. We are, we are, we, we veterans are one of the most resilient communities on the planet but you hit it though rich we're still seeing 22 or 44 right 22 is kind of the number that the va drops out but we're not talking about a lot of states that don't report there's a lot of things that happen so we're talking somewhere between let's say between 22 and 44 a day that's astronomical yes so a, a resilient tough community is still finding a space where they've reached the darkest point of their life and they're calling it quits. Right. So how do we reach them? I think uh, right now, platforms like ours both can reach them. But we have to stay focused, not just on, on our podcast, but we need to get outside and go, go, hey, hey, Joe, Josephine, 
this is what you need to do. Get out of your own way. And like you said, that's my favorite line. I'm not giving you a handout. I'm never going to give you a handout. I'm going to give you a handout. I'm going to show you the way. I'm going to give you that path to lightness. Get you out of that darkness. And the darkness is what swallows our brothers and sisters. And yep. we don't know what's going on inside their nugget. But I'm not a psychiatrist. You're not a psychiatrist. But something in there clicks and it tells them, I can't do this no more. Uh, in March or February, uh, just this past year, I was at the gym working out early morning. So enough, I'll have to do that. I go to my Planet Fitness and I look at my my phone. I get it on my Facebook. I have a notification. One of my friends posted on there today. I become part of the twenty two. Mm. Paul Paul Kludak, former U.S. Mar- uh, U.S. Marine Corps, former, and uh, he left us that day at four a.m. And I think it was a stay a uh, scheduled message because that way no one could stop him. But I was so angry. I, I mean, I destroyed the rest of my workout. I was angry the rest of the day, and then I realized there's why am I angry? I'm not angry with the I'm angry that he's gone, yes, but I can't be angry at it because I don't know what he went through with those final moments. Right. I have I have to look at my brothers and sisters around me and see what I can do to maybe stop them from making that same post and stop going viral for that and can go viral for something else. Yeah. And I think there's something special too, right? When you start talking about that that community, our community, how we how we interact with each other. Sometimes you get to a point where you don't have any more strength. Sometimes your resilience is tapped out. Sometimes you get to a place where your courage is at an all-time low. And I think that's where I want people to hear me say, that's when you need to borrow one of ours. If you need to borrow some resilience, give me a call. If you need to borrow a little courage, give me a call. You know, It's kind of like the, the, bat light, the Batman light. Yep. Put your Batman light on, put your shield on, and we'll come and we'll help you or we'll meet you for coffee. If you want to have a beer, we'll have a beer and we'll talk this thing out. You're not going away from us. I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm going to right. bug you until you, you get your ship right. Yep. Yep. Okay. So how do we get out of our own way, man? I think the best way to get out of your own way is stop putting walls up in front of you. Get fear out of your head. If we are all taught in the military, you can do anything. You can do anything. You can kick through that door. And you're going to go through that door and you're going to kill the enemy. You're going to do what you're supposed to do at the other side of that door. You're going to jump in a perfectly good airplane that leaks the whole way. You're going to jump out and you're going to sail to the ground and you're going to hit the ground running. You're going to do your best. You can do the same thing once you take those boots and put on your suit or your blue jeans or your uh, uh, whatever you wear at home, wear making tires, whatever, wherever you wear. You're going to do your best there too. Don't be afraid to say, look, this process isn't working. I need something better. I'm going to do this to make myself better. And keep working on yourself the whole time while looking at ways to make everything around you better. Find a find something that you can have purpose around the world and do things in your community. Do things like that to keep that whole their whole circle of life going. Because most of us, when we get out, you find that little block. You run to that wall, and I don't have purpose anymore. I don't know what to do with my hands. Uh, I'm just out here, or like Ricky Bobby. I don't know what to do with myself while I'm talking. And next thing you know, that's when that darkness comes to you. You don't know what to do. You got to stop and just take a recalibration of yourself. Talk to your buddy to your right and left and say, look, what is working for you? What is working for you? This is not working for me. I'm going to try to take your two ideas, get my ideas straight and find something that I find purpose with and dive forward to the, into the light and stay with us. Yeah. And I think one thing I love is, you know, and I don't hear this from you. But if I listen to some some of the folks that are in our space that talk about that that word, that word is really dangerous, right? That purpose word. 
we understood purpose. I, I was, you were in for, I think you said 22 years. I was in for 25. You know, Sean was in for 21 yeah. or 22, right? 20. Like 20, 20, no more than 20. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, we got, we got like a combined 70 some odd year or 60 some odd years of, of, of experience and, and knowing our purpose. Right. Right. When you step out of the uniform, there are some people that are throwing that around really cavalierly. It's go find your purpose. I don't know what the heck my purpose is. I don't even know how to spell purpose at this point. Right. That is a big undertaking. That is sometimes the thing that becomes the daunting darkness. Right. That's that one word. I don't know what that is. You tell me to go find my purpose, but, but you hit it on the head though. Nobody's saying you need to do that on your own. Right. Right. Sit down with somebody. One of the things that I, that I, that I, that, I, that we all talk about a lot is, is the darkness and the light, right? When we, when we take that, that moment where we're, we're at our lowest and we don't understand our purpose, we don't know where to find it. And we drag it by the scruff of the neck into the light and tell someone it does a couple of things, right? When we share our stories, it does a couple of things. Number one, it takes the sting and the pain out of our own story. It starts not all at once, but a little bit at a time, a little venom out, okay. a little venom out. Right. But number two, it can start providing hope to somebody else. So now not only not only am I doing something for myself, but I am providing hope to somebody else, which starts to feel a little like purpose. Right. Right. So it's so important, Rich, you're 100 percent right to, to talk to somebody, to, t- to drag. Like I said, man, grab the darkness by the scruff of the neck. Grab that. I'm, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what to do next. Grab it by the scruff of the neck. Drag it into the light. Talk to somebody. Exactly. And. And on that point, we never did anything alone in the military. Right. You always had a, a team squad tuned with you. So use that same mentality. It's a village that gets you out of it. If you want to take it to a different word, it's a village. And like you, 25 years, 20, 20, 22, we all joined when we were kids. We didn't even know what we wanted to do with our life at that time. We figured this would be something cool to do, about play soldier for a little while. Next thing we know, we're old men getting out. And now, like when I went through my retirement ceremony, uh, the general said, what are you going to do next? I said, I got to find my growing up job now. He said, what? I said, I've been doing a kid's job for 22 years. That was the most fun job in the world. Now I got to find something where I actually have to work. And yeah. he said that out loud. He laughed. He said, I never thought of it that way. I said, that's, that's what we do. And we, we do a kid's job just like a sports, a professional sports player. They play a kid's sport, get paid millions of dollars. When it's over, what do they do? Same thing. They got to go through that same cycle of life again. So that's the same whole cycle you got to go through. Yeah, I think that's an important piece too, right? I think that's that's one of the reasons a lot of us don't reach out is because we're convinced. We we get convinced that we're the only one struggling. Right. Right. That was my story. When I when I when I when I started failing at transition, I realized I had this thought to myself and I say it the same way every time because it it's exactly how I felt. I couldn't figure out how I could run the ball for 25 years so successfully. Barry Sandering everybody. <laughs> Right. Like I could, I was successful, but I get to the five yard line and I feel like I'm fumbling the ball. Yep. How could I be so, and I, I've got to be the only one. I could not possibly tell my boys because they would be like, what you, right. you, you, but we all go through it in one form or fashion. Every one of us face it. There is no one that escapes it. Yep. No. And there's a reason, like, even the, those who find that job the day after they get out, they walk out of their, their boots, get in that suit with that job, 
about 87, 88% of them leave that job within a year because it's not they want to. It's just a check mark. I got a job. So that's a success for whoever got them that job. They hired a veteran. Great job. Yep. Great work. But less than a year later, that veteran's back on the street because they did not like it. They were pulling their hair, what was left of their hair out, and, and doing what they had to do in life. <coughs> Excuse me. And then they're back in that same cycle again, trying to find what we were just talking about. Find what's something that gives me motivation, gives me that purpose. Get up in the morning, put my shoes on, maybe brush my teeth and take a shower and go forward. And it, it's a ongoing cycle until you find that job or that thing that makes you happy. And if you're not, if you don't find that, it's a hard cycle. And like we've been saying, you got to find that village to bring you back in. Yeah. So the, the other talked, thing I would, right, I would, I, I completely agree with everything you guys have been saying. Um, the one thing, though, I want to make sure that we throw in there is it's okay. You <laughs> yeah, know, man. like like with the transition, I, I tell everybody I had a great transition, mainly because I started the podcast in the middle of the transition. I learned all the horror stories. Yeah, I, know, I learned what not to do. But then I find out, you know, almost a year into the job that the job I got hired for is going away. You know, like, oh, crap. Now what do I do? You know, and, you know, so it, it's you wind up going back to the beginning and starting over and it, but that's okay. You know, and, and someone actually recommended me out of my network, you know, and said, look, use your network. And I was like, well, duh, that's what we tell everybody. I don't know why I'm not, you know, so, you know, I, I sent out this post and, and the response was phenomenal from my network and beyond, you know, just people who truly cared, wanted to help, you know, and, and, you know, it's one of those things that, to me that I think if, if you're doing the things that we keep telling you and preaching about to do, ultimately you will be okay. You just have to figure out how to use them properly at the right time and, you know, keep your head up, keep moving forward. And, and by all means, reach out because every one of us will tell you we'd rather talk to you at 2 a.m. in the morning than go to your funeral. Yeah. You know, so, you know, don't struggle alone for sure and understand that there are resources out here. It may not be pretty at times it may not be perfect but you know together we will all get there you know, yeah so. and another thing I, I don't want to get i don't want it to be lost as we're having this conversation for people who are listening is that the three of us on this on this on this this podcast right now we're all in a unique position right we have a retirement we have benefits we have a va check retirees and folks that are medically retired, like I get it. We're in a unique. I'll tell you, you you guys that are that are first termers, you you kids that are you know eight ten years in with no retirement now and 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 no. This is out going out to you. You got to reach out to folks, right? Our younger first termers, our junior enlisted, junior officers. We get it. I don't want it to be lost. I know everybody can say, "Oh yeah, but you're retired. You got all this up. You're right. You're one hundred percent right." And I know you're struggling. I know you are. So you gotta step. You gotta step away from the struggle. Step into a friendship. Step into a relationship. Step into community. Um, and there's a lot of great opportunities out there on platforms like LinkedIn, right? There's yes. there are a lot of great opportunities for community and networking and understanding that you're not alone. You are not the only one who is suffering this. You're not the only staff sergeant who called it quits because they wanted to give you a COVID shot and you said no. And now you got to figure it out. That's a real situation. Yeah. Right? You're not the only one. So utilize the resources that are there for you. Build a network. Build a community. 
not all of our communities look the same. My community doesn't look the same as Sean's does. Doesn't look the same as Rich's does. But I've got a community. Yeah, right. Right. And Absolutely. I bet at some point our three communities kind of like a Venn diagram cross each other Absolutely. at some point. One hundred percent. It's there to touch. They're going to talk to each other, and someone's going to talk shit. We're going to talk shit back, and and that's how we do as as a, the community. That's how we do things. Yeah. We're not going to be soft on you. We're going to be just by our nature. We're going to be rough and hard on you just to show you that we love you and make you move forward. Yep. Yeah, but don't and, and don't mistake that that rough and tumble nature. Don't mistake that for a dude that won't crawl out of bed at two a.m. and meet right. you at a Waffle House for breakfast. Right? <laughs> don't don't mistake yeah. that. <laughs> Say what? Depends on depends on the Waffle House and what neighborhood it's in. But yeah, <laughs> I'm 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 combat tested. I can go in any Waffle House. We're good. <laughs> okay, you're good. You're good. You're good. You got your card. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! All right, so uh, we can, we got a, we got a couple minutes left here um, with Misfit Nation. What you guys had? Do you have any plans like for the the 2024? Anything different that you're looking to do? Or, or add to any special guests you're already planning on bringing on. We'd love to hear a little bit more about what you got, you know, what, what 2024 is going to look like for you. I just booked an awesome guest. Uh, she wrote the book Sacrifice. It's about the third special force group that uh, ambushed in Niger. Uh, Michelle Black, I read the book. My wife sat in the, I, I did the audio book, so I like to just do that while I'm driving now. And my wife sat there. She wouldn't get out of the car until the book ended. So my, my wife was actually dug into it she was fired up so she's i'm pretty glad to have her coming on and uh, it's probably gonna be uh, next sunday night on uh, my live show at 7 p.m on the 14th uh on youtube and all all the socials do three live shows a week and uh, at tuesdays thursdays and sundays and that's something i started last year and that way and then i just produce two two recordings every week and it just goes forward so we're booked out through march right now and that's my best mm-hmm. one coming up right now so it's it's an awesome feeling when when you get people want to come on and share their story and share what they're doing in life. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. That's going to be an amazing episode. Yeah. That, that's, I'm going to tune in for that one for sure. Um, and not to discount any of your other guests, right? You've got rock right. stars coming on from all, from all aspects. Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So, okay. Well, I can't listen. Look, Sean hit it. I, I don't know how we did it, but we blinked and we're just about 30 minutes in. So, um, Again, this is what I love about having another podcast host on. It becomes just a supernatural conversation. Exactly. Uh, so, Rich, man, thank you for being here, dude. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, I know we've got the ticker tape going below, uh, but truthfully, what is the best place for our audience to contact you? Uh, go to the misfit.com. There's a contact me button on there, and I answer pretty rapidly. I usually have my phone wherever I am in the world with my job, my day job. And uh, even out here, the left coast right now, I, I can still get email out here. I can't get a bag at Walmart, but I can get, I can get email. So it, it's, <laughs> I'm able to connect with you and, and do things. I get right back to you. On that site, you can see all our shows, both uh, audio, video. Our books are on there, and uh, our other businesses are on there. I love it. I love it. Okay, I'm going to hit you with a curveball real quick. I all want right. you to leave our guests with one jaw-dropping thought. So what's what's the one thing that you if you could just stand on a national platform and scream from a mountaintop? What's the one thing you want folks to hear? What I want people to hear is get up every morning and have victories. Stack your victories every day. Don't count mm-hmm. all the failures. Stack your victories and count them every day and learn from anything that you don't do right. Dude, 
That's huge, man. Yeah. Stat. I love that. I'm stealing that. You know that, right? So there's the, you know, the, the, the rule of three, right? So when I hear it, I'm going to use it the first time and I'm going to give you credit. Right. I'm going to use it the second time. I'm going to say a friend of mine said, and then after that, it's mine. So that's, the, that's my rule of three. <laughs> I use it as one of my tickers on my show, Stack Figures. There we go. I love it. That's great, man. That's, all right. That, cool. That's all you need to do is arm an infantryman with something like that. <laughs> Perfect. I'm here for you. I love it, man. All right, dude. Listen, once again, Rich, thanks so much for being on, dude. It's been an honor and a pleasure. Um, I can't wait to uh, to continue to interact both uh, just as us as, as veterans together, but our, our our podcasts, you know, and and I'm looking forward to your, to your upcoming episodes. So uh, looking forward to tuning in. So, hey, everyone, listen, thanks for being here once again on behalf of the Vet SOS family. We'd like to thank everyone for joining us today. Uh, make sure you uh, follow and subscribe to us on YouTube and uh, your favorite podcast platforms. Remember, don't drown in the sea of transition. Grab the Vet SOS Lifeline.